You're listening to Friday Night Insights on She Runs the Show with Cassandra Bybus. Let's go. Welcome to Friday Night Insights on She Runs the Show. You know, as entrepreneurs, one of the biggest causes of energy drain and momentum drop are things like doubt, worry, and fear. For many of us, the weekend is warrior time. You know, it's a time to get a ton of business tasks done, and it's an opportunity to plan for the week ahead. Friday night can also be the time, though, where you sort of get a little relaxed about your business. It can be the time when you go, oh, it's the weekend for all my friends who have a day job, or, you know, it's the weekend for my family and they want me to hang out and do all of these things. I created Friday Night Insights because I wanted this to be your weekly reminder that this is warrior time. This is gladiator season. The weekend, Friday through Sunday, oftentimes for people who are balancing starting a business with a full-time nine-to-five Monday through Friday job, this is where you can get so much done. However, What oftentimes gets in the way of us taking massive daily action are those things like doubt, worry, and fear. And so Friday Night Insights is all about getting into the inner game of being an entrepreneur and focusing on getting yourself into that gladiator or Spartan mindset by addressing key issues that can get you stuck in anxiety, analysis paralysis, or doubt. We don't need any of that stuff. Like the analysis paralysis and spending all this time thinking about, well, if I do this, will it work? If I do this, will it work? Or how is this going to happen? We need to shut all of that down. And so Friday Night Insights is designed to remind you that you are capable, powerful, and necessary to the accomplishment of your dreams. This is an episode that happens every Friday night that is about putting whole mind into present action. So if you wanted a little bit of encouragement, Friday Night Insights. If you wanted a little bit of strategy on how to work around things like doubt, worry, and fear, Friday Night Insights. If you were looking for that reminder that you are a gladiator in your business and it's time to, to another get to episode work, of Friday Hello, Night, Friday Night Insights. Insights. This is for you the already, show. Everybody. So let's get to the episode. In tonight's episode, we're going to talk about something that hit home for me a couple of days ago. So a couple of days ago, I was talking to my mother and my mother, mind you, for those that don't know, know me. My mother is my accountant. She's my bookkeeper. She keeps track of all of my expenses in my business and profits, losses, revenues, all of that kind of stuff. And she's amazing at it. But the other night, my mother said to me, now, mind you, this is about a business that I have newly revamped and sort of restarted, maybe from the the perspective of being a revamped business. It's probably about three months old at this point totally new products, new offerings, new approach, everything. So she came to me and she said, so, you know, my mom said, how are the book sales going? And I was like, um, they're okay. I still have to do this, this and this. And she's like, well, how is the course registration going? You know, how many people are signed up? And, you know, before long, she's asking me all of these questions and I had to stop her at at a moment. And I'm like, look, a business is not built overnight. (laughs) You know, I, I understand that you're rooting for me and you want to see me get to that, you know, seven figure, eight figure mark yesterday, but it takes time. It takes serious time. And I remember leaving that conversation really annoyed with my mother, like really, really annoyed. And it led me to tonight's episode, the topic, because tonight's episode is, are you there yet? What to do when the people around you 
are impatient for your success. And I know you can relate to that because so often as entrepreneurs, we have people who love us. We have people who want to see the best for us, but we also have people who've never attempted to do entrepreneurially what we are attempting to do. We have people who, um, they still think with an employee's mindset, but they're putting that mindset into our entrepreneurial endeavor. And so when you think about that, it can be very difficult to communicate to the people closest to you, you know, what's going on in your business. Cause they're sort of like, well, you started it last month. Shouldn't you be making $50,000 a month now? It, it's, it's not like when you're an employee and you get hired and two weeks later you get a paycheck. It's not that simple. There's a lot that goes into it in terms of what kind of business you're in. Do you have a list already? Do you need to build a list? I mean, and trying to explain that to somebody who doesn't get this idea of like building an online business or building any business is difficult and challenging. So if you're like me and you have a situation where some of the people in your inner circle, they just don't get it. They've never built a business to this scale. They've never worked entrepreneurially this long. They're looking at you toiling away day after day and night after night. And they're sort of like, are we there yet? Like, what's taking you so long? Maybe this is not the thing for you. This is the episode that I created for you. Because I want to give you some insights that took me a little bit of soul searching to figure out. So by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn, one, what it means when they ask you the question, you know, like, are you there yet? Number two, you're going to learn why your inner circle doesn't get your business timeline. And then number three, you're going to learn three ways to handle the are you there yet question without getting frustrated, angry, or hurt. And you know, I felt both three after talking to my mother a few days ago. So let's talk about it. What it means when they ask you the question, you know, the question is, how's the business going? Or how much money are you making? Or are you making enough to, you know, quit your day job? Or is the business successful? Is it working out? Any of the questions are tough to answer when you are talking to somebody who doesn't really fully grasp what it takes to build a sustainably successful business. They just read all the the stories and Fast Company and Inc. and all of these other things, but they don't necessarily understand what's behind all of those, you know, overnight successes, so to speak. So let's talk about what it means when they ask you the question. It all boils down to excitement, anticipation, frustration, and concern. You know, the people closest to you, they love you. They know that you're capable of reaching the goal of building a successful business. And, you know, a lot of the times they're, they're asking these questions that feel very pressurized because they know that you can reach the goal. And they're excited to see how close you are to achieving the goal. Now, when they ask you the question, it's it also means that, you know, they may be frustrated with how long it's taking you to get to the goal. Whether from your standpoint, you're like, look, I just started this business three months ago. Or you're like, I've been here a year, but on average, it takes people two to five years to even break even. They might because they're not in it and because they're not doing the day-to-day work and they don't see everything that you're putting into it, they might be a little frustrated that, you know, if that's your spouse who's asking the question, they might see a lot of money going out of the bank account to invest in the business, but they're not seeing all that much money coming into the bank account in the form of revenue yet. So there may be frustrations around the budget being stretched because you are investing 
in something that really is a long-term investment. Um, when they ask you the question, it could be that their goals are tied into your goals and they want to be able to move forward with their own plans and their own professional goals. And they really want to know when you're going to get there so that they can now focus on whatever their goal is. You know, sometimes we're building a business and so the goal is to build the business to a certain revenue point so everybody can move closer to home or family or Everybody can move, you know, out of the cold, um, you know, Montana state and into like California. And so they're waiting for other goals to manifest. But those other goals are based on you achieving your goals. You know, if they're asking you the question, it might also mean that they just don't want to see you fall on your face or lose massively. And they want to be your reality check person. They want you to be the person. They want to be the person that catches you before you fall and they want to say to you, you you know, like maybe you're giving too much to this or maybe like, I don't want to see you get hurt. And that's all well and good. But a big part of business is taking a risk and they may not understand that because they're not entrepreneurial minded. So those are some of the things that, you know, again, it all boils down to excitement, anticipation, frustration and or concern. But that's I, I want you to understand what it means when they ask you the question so that you're not taking it personally. Now, let's talk about why your inner circle doesn't get your business timeline. You know, I've touched on this in the first point. They don't necessarily, the people in your inner circle who love you, they support you, they want the best for you. They don't necessarily get your business timeline because they've never created an ultra successful business that held its success for three or more years themselves. If they haven't walked a mile in your moccasins, they don't really know what it takes. They just know what they see on CNN, what they read in Forbes and Entrepreneur and Success Magazine. They don't necessarily know everything that goes into the financial investment, the time investment. They don't understand that. So because they've never done it themselves, they don't get why it's taking you so long. Also, I mean, they may not get your business timeline because they're used to that employee mentality rather than an entrepreneurial mindset. They're used to, if I work for two weeks, I get a check. If I take on a full-time job and I work 40 hours a week, I've got benefits, two weeks vacation, a 401k, I work nine to five, Monday through Friday. That employee mentality does not work in a business. So they're used to an employee mentality, but not an entrepreneurial mindset. Now, your inner circle may not get your business timeline because they've spent way too much time watching overnight successes and hoping that you're going to be just like them. They sort of see your business as winning the lottery. Like all you have to do is throw enough things out there and then, you know, your ticket will be pulled and you'll win millions of dollars. A business is not a lottery ticket. So they may be thinking overnight success when really this is about consistent, persistent, massive daily action over a very long period of time. They may not get your business timeline because, you know, they equate online business to get rich quick, right? So they've seen all of the online business success stories and they think, oh my goodness, all you have to do is like wish for it and then put up a little website and then put up a little lead page and get a few emails and boom, you're making $10,000 a month. Not so. So they may think of an online business as taking less than what a face-to-face brick and mortar business would take. But if you're an online business like me, you know, that's not so like, is the, is it easier cost-wise to set up? Sure. Is it less work? I don't think so. Your inner circle may not get your business timeline because 
you know, let's be, let's be honest. They might not believe in your dream and they're waiting for you to fail. You know, and I talk about inner circle audits all the time. And this is why I talk about them. Some folks don't need to be in your inner circle. Can I say it again? Like we, sometimes we put key people in our inner circle who are really just like plugging away at knocking us down. Like they're what my mother would call rats. They bite and they blow. They bite your ankle and then they blow it so you don't feel it. We need to get the rats out of our inner circle. You know what I'm saying? We need to get the rats out of the inner circle because if they're not there to lift you up, if they're not there to support you, the only thing they can do is bring you down. So sometimes people in your inner circle don't get your business timeline because they don't believe in your dream and they're waiting for you to fail. You know, sometimes people in your inner circle don't get your business timeline because they doubt that your ability, you know, they doubt their own ability to watch you flounder or fail. They don't want to see you in pain. They don't know that they could take it. This is especially true for parents. Like our parents are like, oh, like for them, us building online businesses or face-to-face businesses is very much like when we ride a bike for the first time. Like they put the, the little, you know, helmet on and the knee pads, and then they take off the training wheels. But as we bicycle down the road for that first time, there's sort of like one eye open, one eye shut going, oh, what's going to... Parents feel that way, no matter how old you are. They don't know if they themselves can take watching you fail, watching you get rejected, watching you invest, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars and nothing happening month in or month out. They're not sure that they can emotionally handle the ups and downs of business. So they feel a lot of anxiety along the journey, which is why they ask the question, are you there yet? Like, are you there yet? Now, let me give you three ways to handle the are you there yet question without getting frustrated, angry, or hurt. And mind you, I did all three the other day. So I'm just helping you out so you don't have to go down that path to figure this out like I had to. First thing you can do when you get it, and typically, you know, I find that I get this question from people in my inner circle when I'm least expecting it, which is the sucky part, right? Like if I knew they were going to have that, if they prepped me and said, Cassandra, I want to sit down with you and I want to have the are you there yet conversation. Then I'd be like, give me 30 minutes. I'd go in a closet. I'd meditate. I'd woosah. I'd like get my spiel ready. And then I'd be ready for that conversation. But most of the time we're going to have that are you there yet conversation when we least expect to have the question posed to us. So the first thing, the first way that you can handle the are you there yet question without getting frustrated, without getting angry and without getting hurt is to breathe. Literally, one of my favorite quotes is, love it all in, breathe it all out. And that is the truth. You let the question land because when you, if you respond immediately after getting the question unexpectedly, the first thing you want to do is attack. The first thing you want to do is like jump down that person. First thing you want to do is defend. Um, Defense is never a great, powerful place to come from, no matter what the question or the conversation. So the first thing you want to do is take a deep breath. Take 10 if you have to. The second way you can handle the are you there yet question without getting frustrated, angry, or hurt is put the question in proper perspective. It took me like an hour to do this. I'm just, when it took me an hour. Does this person want the best for you? I mean, you really need to come from the right perspective when you process this question. Like instead of saying, who does this person think I am? And instead of saying, why are they asking me that now? They know how hard I work. 
you really want to handle this by putting the question in the proper perspective and saying to yourself, wait a second, this is my mom asking me this question, or this is my brother, or this is my best friend, or this is my spouse asking me this question. Do I believe that this person wants the best for me? Yes or no? It is a yes or no answer. And if you say yes, then the next question is, so in in that place of wanting the best for me, what would lead them to ask this question at this moment? And if you really put it in proper perspective, you won't feel frustrated, angry, or hurt. You'll know that they want the best for you. You'll know that they have your back. And you will actually start after a while to feel a little appreciation for the fact that they're they're asking you to just check in on your results and decide if maybe you need to change a strategy or maybe you need to do something different or maybe you need to adjust your goals. But when you put it in the proper perspective, you now see this as an opportunity and not an obstacle to your success. Now, the third way to handle the are you there yet question is to remember that everybody's on the same team. You know, I mean, I think that's so important. Uh, especially with spouses. You know, sometimes you have one spouse that wants to start a business and you have another spouse who's like, just get a job. Like, just get an everyday job. And that is one of the toughest spots to be in. And it's so easy to get on this you versus me thing. And in a marriage and in any relationship, really, when it becomes a you versus me, it's a hard thing to come back from. So it's important that when you get that question, even if... At the moment in that relationship dynamic, there is a very you versus me feeling. It's important to remind yourself that everybody's on the same team. And it's important to communicate that to those people who are asking the question. Like you need to, on a periodic basis, have the conversation where you say, all right, everybody, here's where I am in the business. Here are the wins for this week. Here are my goals for this week. Let me show you what's going on in my business. I need your help here and your support here. This is what I plan to have happen by next month. And then come back next month and have another family meeting or inner circle meeting where you update them so everybody feels like they're on the journey with you and everybody feels like they have a role to play to support you. And if you keep those lines of communication open, number one, you'll get the are you there yet question less because you'll be ahead of them. Like you'll already be giving a status update before you get the question. And two, when you do get the question, you're not going to be offended because you're going to know it's coming from a good place. And like I said before, if it's coming from a not so good place, if it's coming from a place of, I can't wait to see you fail. Guess what? You got to kick that person out of your inner circle. They got to go fired. No two weeks notice. But like I said, if you can breathe, if you can put the question in proper perspective, and if you can remind yourself that everyone's on the same team and take the action of keeping people updated as to where the team is with the business, then you will find that this idea of are you there yet, this idea of you know people around you being impatient for your success, you will not see this as an obstacle. You'll see it as an opportunity and you'll treat it that way and it will become a positive experience for everybody. All right. You know, I always talk longer than I plan to. Always. Like I was hoping this was going to be seven minutes and it's 17 minutes and seven seconds. Well, I had to say what I had to say. Okay. So Friday Night Insights, I love you all. If you have questions, you know you can always reach me, instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas, twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas. Every Friday night, we're going to get together and just gladiator, spartan it out and work it out. All right, everybody, I'll talk to you next Friday night. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friday Night Insights. I want to take a minute to say, if you are ready to launch your business, or maybe you've got a business going and you are ready to take your business to the next level, but you understand that the one thing that is keeping you from taking that massive daily action is your fear. If fear is the thing that, for whatever reason, you can't seem to get beyond, I'm inviting you to join me in a five-week fear transformation experience. It's a five-week course that I teach called Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business. I'm telling you, if fear is the thing that's keeping you stuck, A, everybody feels fear. B, what you need to get beyond the fear, what you need to transform or turn your fear into fuel is this course. Find out more about Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business at www.loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com. Again, there's a free worksheet you can download. There's a free workshop webinar you can attend. You want to learn the seven steps to turning fear into massive daily action. Go to www.loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bybus. I will talk to you next episode.